0: Hey everyone, I'm Jason Neville, Assistant Director of Communications for IASA. Before we get to the interviews, I want to let you know a little bit about why we did this podcast. Uh, This will be a two-part podcast featuring two superintendents who attended IASA's academy called Evidence-Based Leadership Using Data to Drive Immediate and Lasting Improvements. Uh, in the podcast, I interview superintendents Dr. Tim Arnold, superintendent of CenterCast SD number 66, and Shane Gordon, superintendent of Blueford Unit School District number 318 to learn how they benefited from the academy. Uh, we recorded the podcast because we're really proud of it, and it's taught by ISA's Director of Professional Development, Dr. Rich Volz, and Dr. Don White, superintendent of Mokina SD number 159. And we really think that all superintendents could benefit from this academy, no matter what size of school district they lead. Um, So we have two dates scheduled for the academy. Uh, The first is August 7th in the Corn Belt region in Pontiac, and the second is September 17th in Charleston. Uh, You don't have to be from either of those regions to attend. To register, go online to isaedu.org and click on PD class offerings under the professional development tab and scroll down to the evidence-based leadership using data to drive immediate and lasting improvements to register. Uh, We'll also be sharing the the links on social media as well, so we'll make it easy for you. Uh, We want you to know that if those dates don't work for you and you want to have Dr. Volz and Dr. White come to your region, we can make that happen too. Again, we're excited about this academy. Here are my interviews with Dr. Tim Arnold and Shane Gordon. Enjoy. Uh, My guest today is Dr. Tim Arnold, superintendent of Centercast School District number 66. Dr. Arnold, thanks for joining us. And can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your school district?
1: Sure thing. Hi, Jason. Uh, Yes, um, I'm currently a superintendent, Centercast 66, like you mentioned. I've been a superintendent for nine years. Uh, prior to that, I was a principal or building-level administrator for 11 years, and then eight years as a special education teacher prior to that. Um, district 66, uh, we serve approximately approximately 1,100 students in the communities of Downers Grove, Darien, and Woodridge. We are a K-8 district.
0: Okay. Uh, you are here today to talk about uh, one of IESA's newest academy that is Uh, that Dr. Uh, Volz and Dr. Don White, a sitting superintendent, uh, put together. It's a follow-up on some of the uh, ESSA academies that we uh, offered uh, this past summer. Um, So what compelled you to register for this uh, academy? Again, it's called IESA's Evidence-Based Leadership Using Data to Drive Immediate and Lasting Improvement.
1: Um, you know the, the title the academy was well titled because it says everything in the academy in the title of it, and that's what attracted me to looking at where our district has been and where we've been trying to go for at least the past two years. Um, we have done some work with Hattie um, and really looking at with limited resources and most importantly of those resources limited time for our teachers, our staff, we need to be spending the time making the most impactful decisions around what's going to really move the needle for our students. Our board is focused on that. Our district is. And um, we've made a lot of mistakes over the years. We've we've had too many initiatives and we've suffered through that. So as we have looked at narrowing in on the most impactful strategies, this academy seemed like it was right up our alley for that. Um, Looking at effect size and really worried about locally what is the return on investment, and what is the impact for our students in District 66.
0: Yeah, could you just kind of give us our listeners a little bit of an overview of what you, uh, of kind of what the academy is about and what they can uh, gain from it?
1: Sure. It it's it seems to me like it's a natural progression of where we've been with evidence based funding. Um, we're familiar with that model now. We we've been working with that for a little bit, and as we look at that, and and we're accountable more and more for initiatives or uh, strategies. There's been a lot of talk, especially through ISA, about Um, indicators and what are we communicating to the community well it's one thing to say what we're going to do but then the natural question is how will we know what impact that had and this academy really uh, hit that target well because you aren't just talking about abstract research that was done somewhere else but you're using the effect sizes from that research to put a strategy in place and then to go back and see what was the effect size for my students in my district. And to get teachers into that mindset, building principals and teams into that mindset, we believe is, is a pretty powerful part of that improvement process.
0: Hmm. Uh, what was your, I think every superintendent has different com- comfort levels when it comes to Excel spreadsheets and examining data. Can you talk a little bit about what your sort of comfort level is with that sort of, with with that, uh, I don't know, sort of technical part of it uh, heading into this academy? Sure. Um,
1: Oh, that's kind of funny. I, I guess I would say average going into it. I'm not sure what average is, though. <laughs> We're probably all over the place. Uh, knowing me, it's probably a low average side. Uh, but I was aware through our you know discussions with Hattie's work uh, about effect size. We've talked about it. But we haven't really used it. So to put everything into a spreadsheet, you know, uh, Don White and, and Rich Voltz are awesome to learn from. But Don especially has been working with anything in this area with Excel and spreadsheets and pivot tables for years. And um, every time I've listened to that, I learn more about it. So, we all had statistics in our grad program. This was, I think, a great way to take wherever I was with my understanding of that and make it very practical and usable um, for my district in my current role.
0: If you could talk a little bit more specifically about how Dr. Volts and Dr. Volts, uh, Dr. Voltz and Dr. White worked with you uh, in this academy, what were you, what were you kind of data were you hoping for them to analyze?
1: Sure. So we're busy, and we want to, if we're going to spend a day out of uh, uh, the district, it needs to be impactful. And one thing I thought they did very well was to make every, there wasn't a downtime during the day where I thought it wasn't meaningful. And here's the expectation going into it. You had to bring a data set from your current district that you were going to manipulate and use as a part of this process. So I knew going in that whatever we were working on that day, I was going to come back with something meaningful that I can build upon in my current district. Um, so it was very user friendly. Uh, they made it meaningful in a, throughout the day There were running a running record process was used um, to really make sure that if we were talking about setting a vision for we we didn't get into the vision as much for a district uh, but setting uh, when we talked about effect size setting initiatives along that we were analyzing that and then labeling we're going to plan on this initiative and we're going to take that and pick a a hattie effect size and then you start implementing a mini plan throughout the day. that's what I think the most meaningful way is they made it very hands-on um, and I never felt like we were talked at. It was really engaging. And the group I was with, it was pretty diverse. We had principals, superintendents in there, uh, a lot of different staff and I think everyone was walking away with um, the right amount of we can take this back and use it in our building or in our district when we leave.
0: Yeah, and I think you just kind of answered what was going to be my next question, so I'll sort of move ahead. Uh, so, how are you going to take what you learned at the academy and sort of implement it in your implement it in your district?
1: Sure. Well, um, we've had a lot of discussions with our board, my current district, um, uh, about so what is the effect size? Our board is some board members have read Hattie, so they're very in tune to this. But we have a district leadership team and building building leadership teams, like I'm assuming most do, that will bring this back. And the big change we'll see is when we go through our data cycle with our grade level and building level teams to be able to empower teachers to be to put student data in, even if it's a pre and post test into this, uh, you walk away with the template. So to put it into the template and then to be able to measure the effect size of the strategy they used I think it will really take us to a different level in our district. Um, Another side note that I think is important is, you hear districts all the time say, well, we're a great district. And and, and you you always have to ask the, well, how do you know? And so this gives us, uh, it's not just looking at uh, test scores that are PARC or IAR or things that are more uh, annual, but we can really start looking at our own indicators, what we want to improve on, And then we can have our own way to measure the effect size of us moving towards those school improvement goals, which ultimately, right, student success is what we're all about. So we can, with some quantitative um, outcomes, look at are we really getting where we need to be with our student successes?
0: Yeah, you touched on something that I think is really important here that I want to make sure uh, our listeners understand. Uh, you're now able to have some new quantitative data when you're making the case to your board or to your staff about some new initiative that you may want to go into. I imagine now you're going to have the, the data to support the argument that you want to make that this is our path forward.
1: Yeah. And our board, we've been lucky in that our board does understand, and this is something that's stressed also in the Academy, I think a little bit early on is that um you know, you can't measure everything that matters, but we should be measuring something to know what our outcomes are and are we hitting our targets. And so it's that nice balance of the the there is a qualitative piece of this, which this doesn't address, but the quantitative piece. Now, instead of only talking about map scores, we've implemented common assessments over the past two years. And this gives us a much more intelligent and statistically sophisticated way to report out on things like, our common assessments, without going outside the district and expending a lot of resources on um, on um, other uh, other outside um, companies.
0: Cool. Any uh, final thoughts on this academy that you would like to share with our listeners?
1: uh well you know I, I i am aware that we're i'm talking to my colleagues and we are all very sensitive to being out of our districts for meetings and things like that and uh I, I would re-emphasize that this is something that you can really take away at the end of the day bring it back to your admin team to your district leadership team with teachers and really start using it right away and i think it changes the conversations it already has to some extent in the past it's only been two or three weeks since I took the academy, but it already has changed some of our conversations with teachers initially. Um, so I'm excited to see where it goes. I think it's definitely what time well spent for superintendents.
0: Uh, my guest for this podcast is Shane Gordon, superintendent of Blueford USD 318. Shane, welcome to the podcast. And can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your school district?
2: Yeah. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. I am in my first year with the Blueford Unit School District after spending the last seven years as a high school principal with the Winchester and Abingdon Avon School Districts. Uh, the Blueford Unit School District is on the east side of southern Jefferson County. Uh, it's located about eight miles east of Mount Vernon. Uh, we have about 370 students K through 12, and uh, the district is in its fourth year of a consolidation between the former Weber Township High School and the Blueford, Grade School District. Uh, so the, the two school districts in the, uh, the town of 700 uh, finally decided to, to come together and form a unit district. Um, and another piece of exciting news for the district, uh, next August we will be
0: opening a new high school building. Fantastic. So let's get on to a little bit of the topic for this podcast. uh, What compelled you to register for IASA's evidence-based leadership using data to drive immediate and lasting improvement academy? So
2: being in my first year with the school district, um, as a district, we have established a vision and core values. And we are also in the process of establishing district-wide goals. And I think that anytime you're going through a process like that, you need to first establish where you are, before you can determine where you need to go. Um, You know, school districts have such a plethora of uh, different data points. So when I learned of this academy, I felt it lined up well with the needs of our district and I wanted to learn more from the experts putting on the academy. Um, You know, this academy also focused heavily on effect sizes. And as a district, we have been exploring various principles pertaining to effect size, so that also lined up well. Uh, But then also, within the evidence-based funding model, it relies on effect size for several of the funding elements. I think that uh, we need to have a clear understanding of what an effect size is, uh, and that helps us better communicate with our stakeholders about the potential impact of our, our programs and various initiatives.
0: I want to get an idea of just sort of your comfort level, and you kind of touched a little bit on this, or just sort of heading into the academy about effect sizes and understanding and using uh, data effectively. How, how comfortable were you with that subject matter, or was this kind of a brand new to you?
2: Well, you know, as, as educators, we live in a world of data. However, I think that there is oftentimes a gap in, in reviewing the data, And then actually doing something with it and being able to interpret what the data means in the various contexts. So as a district, you know, we've tried to and and it's definitely something that we're going to continue to do uh, to provide some focus on the information that teachers have available to them and then help them use that information to provide the type of instruction that our students need to be successful Um, I I think, though, the next level of that is at the district level, and as a first-year superintendent, I want to feel confident that when I make a recommendation for a program or an initiative that is backed up with data uh, that is readily available from our district. I think then moving forward, it's also necessary to use that that same process uh, with the effectiveness uh, to determine what the effectiveness is with with our programming.
0: So why don't we just kind of start with sort of explaining to our listeners a little bit about what uh, Dr. White and Dr. Volts how they sort of worked with you in the academy. What was sort of your issues and uh, how they helped you out? You can you take us through that process.
2: Sure. Yeah. the The academy it was very applied and and very hands on. Um, I, I felt that Dr. White and Dr. Volts, they did a great job of providing the necessary resources and materials for really any school district to consider. Um, but then, also in addition to that, participants were encouraged to bring data from their own buildings to apply at the workshop. And I thought that it was apparent that both Dr. White and Dr. Volts uh, were experts in the matter, and the content and the resources that they shared at the Academy were grounded in research, uh, you know, a prime example. Uh, we, we went through various aspects of Hattie and the, the different components that he has and the effect size of, of those. Uh, but then also uh, the evidence-based funding model was, was discussed and the research that went into elements there and the effect size of each of those elements.
0: Can you speak a little bit to um the uh the program that Dr. White had you use uh with Excel uh, uh in order to figure out uh, effect sizes, because my understanding it's sort of a it's a new uh initiative.
2: Yeah, it's uh I think the back end for for Dr. White was probably pretty complex. Uh but then um the, the front end for the users at the academy, um everything within the Excel spreadsheets was was formatted. Uh, for you to just copy and paste your information right in. And if you had a basic understanding of uh, the various rows and columns, uh, you know, where you needed information and uh, the type of inform- information that you needed to populate, uh, which was, again, you know, one of the focuses of the Academy was how to navigate uh, that, that resource. Um, then you could, you could basically just plug and play, you know, the, the information uh, that you had from your school district right into the uh, formatted spreadsheet, and it spit out you know information immediately.
0: After going through the academy, do you feel like you walked away feeling like you understood how to better use statistical data and, and sort of tell your district's story about some of the great successes going on in your district and areas that you need to improve?
2: I did. Um, I guess kind of like what I was just saying, uh, the resources that were provided have really have a broad range of applications. Um, The various components of data, you know, that you could really anything that you could dream of, it could be plugged into the spreadsheets and the spreadsheets. You know, that Dr. White created, um, like I said, have just a general formatting uh, that allows the the user to plug in their unique data for whether it's their district or a specific building uh, within their district. Um, And I think moving forward, um, anytime we have a decision to make here uh, with the Blueford School District, I'll use this as one piece. Of, of that decision-making process.
0: Yeah, so how, how have you so far been taking what you learned at the academy and how are you implementing it back in your district?
2: You know, immediately that day, I was able to implement what was learned uh, to help make a decision for the district. Um, it, just the timing of the academy lined up really well. Uh, we had, uh, we've been in process as a district of piloting two different math curriculums and uh, looking at the, you know, the adoption for, for next year in grades K through eight And at the academy, I had our local assessment data um, and was able to copy that data right into those formatted spreadsheets. And then I was able to compare the effect size uh, with each of those cohorts that were going through the pilot and compare the results uh, using that as one data point um, from our, our local assessment data and see what kind of effect size each of those pilot curriculums had on those groups of students. And in the end, it was actually one of the factors that we used in determining uh, which which curriculum uh, to move forward with for our district.
0: How important is it for you uh, when you're having conversations with your board about initiatives that you have uh, this data, a new set of data, to um, reinforce maybe some of the decisions that you want to make? How receptive are you using this data to communicate with your with your board? Yeah, I
2: think anytime uh, you make a, a recommendation. To the Board of Education, I think you first need to start, you know, with the why and then continue with the what and the how. Um, so I think, you know, academy an academy of this nature, uh, to be able to develop a better understanding of some of that background information and how it directly applies, you know, to that unique group of students, uh, which you're trying to positively affect, that's um, exactly what the academy provided. And then, um, you know, using that, having that piece of information, then I help I think helps relay you know that information on to various groups, of stakeholders, including the board of education. I think in the end, it uh, really helps us make uh, a better and more informed decision you know, for, for the district.
0: Well, it's so good to, to hear uh, what you uh, gained from the, the, the academy and how it's going to help your school districts. Do you have any final thoughts just on the academy that you would like to share with our listeners? Yeah, I, I do. I
2: think, uh, we really do live in a day and in an era in which just anecdotal or ungrounded recommendations aren't enough, and kind of goes back to what I was was just saying that uh, you know when when I make a recommendation to the board, um, I think that there needs to be some background and some understanding of you know the potential effect that it that it could have uh, on our on our student population, and you know, I think that that as a absolutely a, a vital and necessary component um, you know, to, to have within the decision-making process. It, it, granted, it is just one piece of that puzzle, um, but I think that it's it's something that anytime we're going to dedicate resources and spend money, I think that uh, we need to have that grounded in you know, what we expect to see you know, as a result, and then following up on, on the back end uh, to be able to take whatever that program or that initiative is, and use something like this uh, to determine what the effectiveness was uh, to then report back, um, you know, here's, here's why we made this recommendation, here's how we implemented it, and then here's the result. And this, uh, this gives you an avenue to be able to do that
0: effectively. All right, well, thank you so much, Shane, for uh, taking the time out of your day to talk to us and sort of share this message with other superintendents. Again, uh, I want to remind everybody, if you're interested in registering for this academy, you can do so online at IASAEDU.org and click on the current PD class offerings page under the professional development tab and scroll down uh, to find the academy on evidence-based leadership. Uh, Again, the academy, we have it next scheduled for August 7th in the Corn Belt region in Pontiac, but you do not have to be from the Corn Belt region to attend. Uh, We have another one in September as well. Uh, Just check out that page on our website.